to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for expats in the Middle East. Hosted by me, Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker. Hello and welcome back to Dating in Dubai with your hostess, the Dubai matchmaker, Christiana Maction. And I am so excited because today we have another male guest on. And yeah, please introduce yourself. He is going to be anonymous, but tell us more about your details. It's okay. I'm David. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and uh, I'm 45 and I've been in Dubai for a couple of years couple of years yeah two years two years oh my goodness and where did you say you're originally from from the uk from moved the here UK. from london okay from london sexy yeah. sexy so i'm so happy that you're here today because um i feel like we have like a really large female audience and i have lots of people lots of different guests on different ages different nationalities but it's always great when we have a guy on here because then we can get the guy's perspective i didn't know we were in such high demand yeah <laughs> Always in Dubai, right? <laughs> Actually, good to know, good to know. let's hop right into that. Do you think, and give your honest opinion, there are more quality men or quality women in Dubai? Well, I don't get to see it from the female perspective, so I'm not uh -huh. really judging the men um, in the same way that a woman might, so I can't really tell you about their quality. Okay. Uh, their quality for me is more orientated to... Um, common interests, you know, yes. business, professional mm -hmm. um, commonalities, etc. There do seem to be quite a few, uh, quite a large number of high quality women in Dubai. Okay. But not necessarily that different to London, I would say. Mm. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of aesthetically pleasing. Yes people in Dubai that's that's for sure mm -hmm. um, more so than London you would say or like a different I think potentially more so than London okay however how do I put this I think there's a there's a greater orientation towards high achievers in London okay actually mm -hmm. uh, particularly uh, amongst females mm-hmm and then do you think that that deters them from dating in your experience? What, that they're high achievers? Um, or does that make them more attractive, less attractive? I think it probably makes them more attractive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's more, there's more intellectual stimulation. Ah, uh, okay. You that's know, perhaps they're ticking at. an extra box. Yeah. You think maybe there's a lot of pretty, but it comes with empty in some cases? I wouldn't go so far to say it's empty, no. But I just think that... Um, so, for example, um, in London, there, mm -hmm. are, there are a lot of... Um, there's a large number of expat community working in, say, finance in sort of... Because, yeah. obviously, London is one of the it's finance capitals mm -hmm. of the world. Um, and I think that you get people that are really orientated towards their professional careers. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to London, whereas I think in Dubai the choice tends to be more lifestyle orientated. Ah, that's a good. Yeah. Okay. So I think yeah. that that just slightly tweaks the demographic a bit. Mm -hmm. So if you were to break that down, you perhaps would say that from an aesthetics perspective, quality might be slightly higher in Dubai. Although I mean, to, it's to all think relative, of it, it's all yeah. relative. Uh -huh. um, whereas perhaps in London, from a sort of professional intellectual perspective. Perhaps quality is a little yeah. higher than there. 
However, I should stress that, you know, there are multiple, multiple dimensions when you're assessing quality, which sounds a little yeah. bit like we're talking about cars milk or something or, or milk or vegetables, <laughs> um, which is really not the case yeah. because, um, you know, inner beauty is not something that you can necessarily define in terms of, <laughs> do you think true. that the average person in Dubai is, is of higher quality? Uh, they don't necessarily come with a nutritional value or something like that. Eh? Don't you wish they did that? <laughs> well, it might, make, it might make life a little bit easier. But yeah. it, it would also be more boring, surely, because the the journey of discovery mm. is all part of the fun, no? Yeah, I mean, David, we didn't even ask you, are you single right now? Well. <laughs> Uh-oh, pause. <laughs> um... I, I guess am I am I dating someone long term exclusively? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I love this, and I'm so happy you said the word exclusive because this just sparked something in my brain. Um. I this was years ago. I was with a guy, and we were dating one another, and then we had quote unquote the talk. And he said to me, I want to be exclusive, but I'm not ready for boyfriend, girlfriend label. What the hell does that mean? What's the difference? Exactly. I mean, exactly. I, I don't even think that there is a label boyfriend, girlfriend. I think there's mm -hmm. non-exclusive and there's exclusive. Ah, okay. And then there's exclusive with intent to progress. Uh -huh. And obviously that means you're aligning on perhaps past the short term or medium term vision. Your long term vision is aligned sufficiently to consider that that exclusive relationship mm -hmm. might lead towards marriage essentially yeah. is how i would view it that's interesting yeah because uh yeah what well, when he said that i was like aren't those two mutually the same or i guess maybe they not in, in his mind. case yeah that yeah. that's what i would think i i think that he also had in the back of his mind that he was maybe like okay he's exclusive but he can still like pursue other people if it wasn't in an intimate kind of way what was the way I viewed it? I was like, I don't get this. Right. Anyway. Sounds like a bit of a get out of jail card in yes, his back pocket. Really, exactly. So. <laughs> or like that's like when you go on a date with date with somebody you're in like the talking phase and, and they tell you, Oh well I'm not looking for a serious relationship. So then if you ever like kind of like start like the water start getting a little muddy, they can always back out and say, Well I told you I wasn't looking for a serious relationship <laughs> Yeah. True. It's yeah, it's yeah. like that get out of jail free card. Um, so then are you, you are currently not exclusive with anybody. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Now this brings us to my next topic that I wanted to speak on. Oh. I tell everybody in this dating world of 2022, and especially if you're meeting on the apps, everybody should automatically assume that the other person that they're on a date with is dating multiple people. Right. Uh, do you agree with this? I think it's fair to say it's it's highly likely and I think yeah. people that skirt around the subject probably aren't doing themselves or the other person justice. Mm -hmm. So as you said it's 2022. Yeah. Some of the values that we've sort of inherited from 20 years ago when dating apps didn't even exist they don't necessarily mm -hmm. apply. So I always say that the world is changing so quickly you kind of have to redefine the rules as you play. Yeah. Um and that goes for relationships business all kinds of things health and what have you but let's try and stay on subject so, <laughs> um so i think it it's absolutely you should assume that yeah but i think that the key thing is that people shouldn't be scared about being open about it and mm -hmm. about saying because obviously if you've met on an app yeah 
you know, you're How likely to be talking to other people. Yeah. And if you like someone enough, you should just be ballsy enough to say, I have been, obviously, I've been on an app. I've been dating other people. Mm -hmm. I like you enough to mm -hmm. want to just date you and yeah. see if it's reciprocated. If it's not reciprocated, you've broached the subject. They mm -hmm. say, well, actually, you know, I'd rather keep searching. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But at least that, that honesty and that transparency is there. And then everybody can get on the same page if they want to. Yeah, I, I was having a conversation with one of my coaching clients and she was she started dating this guy and um, she was also though talking to like a few a few other guys and she said it was only like second or third date and she's like, Oh, should I tell him that I'm talking to other people? I'm like, No. Like <laughs> I feel like that that's an assumption. Like everybody should just assume that you're dating other people until you talk about, Hey, I actually just wanna see you. Yeah, I mean, I would go so far to say as it, it's not something that that ever needs to be brought up. Yeah. But you should bring up the fact: Do you do you want to date exclusively? That's yes, a question. Of course. You don't have to divulge what you're about to stop doing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so that's that's your own business. Yeah. But if you if you if you want to just date somebody mm -hmm. and you think that person just wants to date you, have a conversation. Just say right. Well, yeah. I won't date anybody else. But you don't need to go into details about what you were doing. That's yeah. You know, too much information. I also think you're shooting yourself in the foot. Well, maybe. Yeah, like why, why even talk about that? Because now you can add to this. I say <laughs> mm -hmm. that um, men have egos. So let's say you and I are dating, right? And you are really... I'd be very lucky. Oh, yes, you would be. <laughs> and you were like super into me. Would you want to hear that I'm seeing other people? E even if we're not exclusive yet. You probably aren't thinking to yourself, I think it's... Yeah. No, what do you I, think? I, I would absolutely rather not know. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I would never want to know. Mm -hmm. And the point at which we have the conversation is the point at which the line is clear. Yes. And up until that point, I don't want to know. Absolutely. I, I completely it, it, agree not, with it. It's not even healthy information to seek, I, let I, alone I don't to think tell so. someone. Yeah. Okay. So you said again you are 44? 45. 45. Sorry. Botox David. is working. It's working. <laughs> Um, I know this for a fact. You do date younger women. What is your age range? I would say... <laughs> I would you say literally anything... just took like the deepest breath you could ever imagine. <laughs> well, I was just doing mathematics. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. It, it, okay. It, just, just to clarify, it's quite late in the evening. Uh, the is, spreadsheets have gone away for the day and I'm having to do some mathematics Correct, it is, through my yes. brain. Um. So I'd say 30-ish onwards. Okay, 30-ish onwards. But sometimes mm -hmm. that dips below 30. Sometimes it dips below 30. If the person's mature mm -hmm. in the brain. Yes, and I also want to state that you're single, never married, no children. Correct. So like, so it's not, yeah, just to have that out there. Okay, so um, with that being said... Have you ever dated somebody who's your age? In like now, in your forties, have you dated somebody who is in their forties? No, I've not dated anybody who's above the age of thirty. See, I'm already cancelled out here, guys. Actually <laughs> above the age of thirty seven. Okay. Would you say that there's a massive difference between women that you've dated? So in your personal experience, between a thirty seven year old and twenty seven year old? This particular thirty seven year old, um, I mean, if she told me she was 30, I would have believed her. Okay. In the um, way that she acted or the way that she looked? In the way that she looked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about acted? 
Um, is there that much of a difference in the 30s? Um, between 30, 37? She was pretty mature, pretty okay. straightforward. Okay. Um, also, I'd say reserved about getting into something. Mm-hmm. Just probably because, you know, once bitten, twice shy. Probably. Okay. Do you, are you seeking or not seeking? Actually, I don't like that word, looking, seeking, all of that. Are you open to a committed relationship or are you more just, hey, I'm playing the field right now? Oh, no, totally. I'm open to a committed relationship. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the ideal outcome. Yeah. Um, but while the search continues, it's best to enjoy it. Definitely. And what would you say you're most attracted to? Let's take looks out of the picture. What kind of qualities are you really attracted to in a woman? Um, well, I like to have some common interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just like kind people. Yeah. Kindness is quite key. Kindness to animals, kindness to people you don't have to be kind to because they, mm-hmm. do, they don't really do anything for you. Yeah. Um, and I think this shows, this is a good insight into um, someone's values. Yeah. Um, I think, how do I describe it? fundamental compassion for other people Mm, and the mm -hmm. planet i think Mm -hmm. really if that's the underpinning of someone's ethos i think they're going to be a pretty a pretty good person and Mm. i want long term my partner has to be a a good person in the heart are you um interested in a family potentially i've always seen a family as an extension of a good relationship Mm -hmm. and i know that some people think i want to have a family so i must find a partner to have a family with one thousand percent i love and, that we're talking about this yeah uh, and i'm mm-hmm. the other way around and a family may come as an extension of something that's solid definitely but i don't seek the relationship to have a family yeah no i i agree with that i like people ask me about um like my long-term goals and in terms of relationships and i, I say i was like i'm not sure if i want to have a family what comes first is a happy, healthy relationship where you're both growing together. And if it happens to be that both of you are on the same page and you do want to continue and extend into a family, great. But if not, then that's great too. Yeah, and there are also a lot of external influences that mean that it might be a good time or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, the world in itself is fairly uncertain at the moment and depending on where you're based, what you're work circumstances are which country mm-hmm. you're living in you may choose that it's a good time and place to have a family or not yeah as the case may be do you feel external pressure as a male what to have a family yeah no i mean i think um that usually comes from family my family is super chilled so i don't oh, have okay. any pressure yeah and maybe like more so in some cultures than others probably yeah probably. i mean i think <laughs> i think i think for for girls to to women to have children have a family mm-hmm. there's more pressure and, and as you say definitely. certainly in definitely. some countries okay um dating in dubai do you f- um have you experienced this or do you feel like or have you taken advantage of the fact that you can date the map you can date anybody from any nationality country here well diversity yeah. in dubai is is great um i love um diverse demographics in cities i think it makes itself i think it makes the city wholly more fun to live in yes i was living in london so equally um culturally uh diverse Mm -hmm. um 
and I suppose that kind of leads on to the question, do, people, do I have a type? Yeah, tell us. And actually, I really don't. Because okay. I, I can see beauty in so many different um, colors, shapes and sizes, shall we say, mm -hmm. um, that I don't have a specific type. I don't go for, you know, the cliche blonde or brunette. Mm -hmm. it, it, there are beautiful brunettes, there are beautiful blondes, there are beautiful redheads, etc. Yeah. you know. Um, so... Um, but ha have you taken advantage of dating the map? Have you dated like all types of women from all different types of nationalities? Probably. <laughs> the face he just gave. I wish you guys could see this and it was on video. That was yeah, hilarious. <laughs> well, okay. probably a fair, a fair few okay. different ethnicities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, from different countries. So yeah. then speaking on that, what is your main mode of dating? And I'll, back it up a little bit have you ever been on a dating app here in dubai yeah i've been on on a dating app sure okay um is this your main mode of dating or do you meet people through people through work through fitness you know um i go through phases so i go through phases where i go on dating apps and then i just get fed up with them yeah mainly i get fed up with them because i don't want to sit on my phone Mm -hmm. I want to actually be doing stuff and I find it really sucks time. And I think if you're going to use a dating mm -hmm. app, you have to be very disciplined. Say, right, yes. I'm going to re reply to messages this time of day, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go off dating apps because it's one, there's too much volume. And, you know, there's a paradox of choice, it yeah. would seem. Um, it's well, it's deceiving. It's deceiving. Yes. Yeah, there's a deceptive paradox of choice. That's and it, it doesn't correct. necessarily mean to lean you in the right direction to making good decisions. Mm -hmm. And actually, I find that you probably meet people that you resonate more with if you meet them as you go about your daily life. But you have to make an effort and get out there For sure. to places where you will meet people. Mm -hmm. um, I know you've organized some good events, which, yeah. are, which are really great. You meet some really good people there. Definitely. And David, you have come to some of the events. Yeah. You came to, um, yeah, what was the first? Oh, God, my sober single mingle, sweaty single mingle. We have the sleek single mingle coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, good fun. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, will you tell me and give your honest opinion? What did you think? I know we said you can't judge quality unless they have their nutritional facts on their back. <laughs> but would you say that there was like a decent amount of decent people? Yeah, they were all very decent people. And yeah. what's more, the, the structure of the night was really conducive to breaking the ice. Yeah. And talking about subject matters that perhaps people didn't always uh, choose. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the what's the cliche? Oh, you know, where How are you from? How many years in Dubai? What's your job? Very superficial stuff. And with mm -hmm. you banned all that subject matter, which mm -hmm. was great. Yes. You had people talking about love languages mm -hmm. um, and all yeah, kinds it, of it, other it, it was just, great stuff. Yeah, it's like cool, like icebreakers that are different, like meaning you don't need to know what this person's job is to mm -hmm. answer or how many years they've lived here or nationality to answer the question. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would buy? You know, like like just like questions like that, because that like anybody can answer that question. Plus, it gives you insight into the person's priorities, yeah. <laughs> spending and, habits and, <laughs> and establishing emotional compatibility. Because yes. I think I think a lot of people fail to find a good match because mm -hmm. they focus on the wrong type of compatibility. Love so this. Let's get into it. They focus on common interests. Mm -hmm. um, 
they f- they focus on um you know where they want to go on holiday hmm? i'm sorry i'm thinking about people like creating a list when they go age height oh uh, oh yeah that, and, and physical attributes yeah, whereas uh-huh. what you really want to mm-hmm. be working out on a, for a long-term basis is are you emotionally compatible definitely and really understanding you know it's the classic um five lo- love languages yeah and um i would say that over the years emotional intelligence is something i've actually worked on and the mm-hmm. more i the more i orientate conversations towards oh my god yep emotional, keep going i'm gonna pick something up right now yep go it, m- matching on emotion uh, on emotional uh, types if you like so mm-hmm. the um, what are the five love languages i'm gonna tell you because i just did i just did the article so we have quality mm. time that's it words of affirmation yep physical touch yep acts of service gift giving and receiving right mm-hmm. and um i know that mine would go um touch yeah, physical touch. Physical first. touch. Wait, sorry. Are you talking about how you show love or how you receive love? Meaning, okay. Mm. When so I always say that there's a difference, right? Yeah, you're right. So you have to think about um, when you're in a relationship. How do you show somebody love, right? What would be like the first kind of like indicator of like, oh, I want to show the person I care. So what would you do first? Yep. And then there's also okay what makes me feel love so like how you want to receive so are you talking about from the perspective of receiving love right now um or showing it does change you're right and Mm -hmm. um i was thinking more on sort of the mutual thing yeah Um, okay but i've also noted that depending on the phase of the relationship the priority shifts so, of for course, example, yeah. when you're in the early stages and there's uncertainties, for mm-hmm. example, with the physical touch. Well, with or... with re- with reference to what we were talking about earlier, uh-huh. where we, you know, perhaps just going exclusive, mm-hmm. and you, you know, has the other person sacked off the other people they were dating on the dating app, for mm-hmm. example, it might be quite pertinent at that point to have more words of affirmation than perhaps you'll need six months in to reassure ah, the person. You see, that's so. A good good point to make yeah yeah because you probably because you're in the early stages of dating you're definitely not living together so that you Mm -hmm. won't have as much quality time Mm -hmm. so therefore i think the the priority of quality time and words of affirmation there's an interplay between those two things because if Mm -hmm. you've got a lot of quality time and you're showing that you probably don't need so many words of affirmation if the if there's distance in the relationship or, or you're yep. only seeing each other once a week, for example, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you're probably going to need more words of affirmation. Yeah. So it it's partly what phase of the relationship you're in mm-hmm. determines what the what the love language for the moment is, and then there's an individual nuance as well. As that's the way I've interpreted yeah. it. That's interesting. And when you were talking before about like that emotional compatibility. So, uh, my partner and matchmaker giant, Patty Stanger, she has a book, um, that in 2009 and literally I'm going to do all this content about it. It's called, uh, be how to be your own matchmaker. Is that what it's called? Or become your own matchmaker. And I love it, but she talks about, um, emotional compatibility hmm. in terms of finding the emotional yin to your yang. Ooh, okay. So okay. <clears throat> for example, both of you, it'd be really hard to be in a relationship if both of you are hotheads in terms of let's say the waiter messes up the order and both of you are yelling your heads off or if you both are i don't want to say emotional wrecks but uh sappy like crying all the time Mm. like things like set you off 
where maybe you need someone who's more the emotional yin to your yang. Where right. if you're feeling low, they know how to make you feel high. Okay. Or if you're sad, they know how to like, um, I guess, what's what I'm looking for? They know how to, yeah, just, why can't I think of this word? <laughs> anyway, for lack of a better term, make you feel better. But I had another word in my head. Sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. So that's interesting mm -hmm. because I think there are two types of relationship. Tell me. I think there's a relationship where the other person completes you. Right. And I, I think this th this is mm -hmm. where the yin and the yang comes in. Okay. Right. And then I think there's another relationship, which is the ultimate relationship that everybody should be striving for, which is where you're complete as an individual. That's the only relationship I want. And the other person comes in to, um, to complement that and add yeah. value. But that, I think that Patty. Patty Stanger. Is on the is talking about the relationship where the other place person completes you mm, because you're the hot head that needs calming down. Whereas really, uh -huh. you should be able to calm your own hot headedness down, yeah. and then you won't need the yin to your yang because you're a balanced individual. Keep in mind, this was written in 2009. Okay, guys. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've advanced somewhat since then. We I think. have, <laughs> we have. But um, Don't that's Patty. I said. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting uh, that you say that because I always say best relationship is like you are a complete whole person your partner is a complete whole person and one plus one equals three mm -hmm. not just two and yeah. i think like that is the ultimate goal in relationships okay sorry i was pulling something up on my phone because listen to what i literally just posted today mm -hmm. so this is um on actually one of my favorite uh podcasts but they said this the rise of lonely single men question mark Younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've been in generations, and it's probably going to get worse. I hear recurring dating themes from women between the ages of 25 and 45. They prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators, and who share their values. For men, this means a relationship skills gap that, if not addressed, will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. What's your take on that? Well, I think it goes right back to the point I was making about mm -hmm. if you start looking at people and you're thinking about the superficials uh, elements, their physical attributes, mm -hmm. you know, their job, their interests, and you miss out that emotional compatibility, then isn't that the skills gap? Really, the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. They're talking about because, like, the way that I saw, yes, intelligence. the way that I kind of when I read this, it really brought up a lot of um, the experiences that I have with a lot of my coaching clients, and I coach uh, women. And when we like create their compatibility code and like w what they're actually looking for in a partner, I can almost guarantee eighty nine percent of the women that I work with will say emotional awareness or emotional intelligence, high EQ, whatever former stage that they say it that's what they're looking for in somebody which yeah, i think I mean, is interesting absolutely and i think uh the same is true for switched on guys no they want emotionally intelligent women and you know what's really funny is uh so i feel like what does my friend say <laughs> your tribe is your vibe or your vibe is your tribe ah, yeah. whatever that your, is your your vibe attracts your tribe yes yeah. thank you thank you that age-old saying not age-old probably came out like two years ago but anyway um i believe that and i love that um term your net worth is your network 
but I don't think about it in the sense of maybe like the, the traditional sense. I think about it in if you surround yourself with elevated people, that then feeds into or inspires you to also elevate or be higher. And I think like that's really um, important. And when we're talking about switched on men and things like this, I was really looking. And after I read that quote today, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, which which one of my guy friends should I send this to? But, you know, most of my guy friends are I would say all of them are switched on males. Well, that's great. You've obviously got yeah. a good network. Yeah. But that's no. why you're such high value. <laughs> Thank you. Totes appreciate. But, um, yeah. And and I was thinking about that. And I, do you think that there's this kind of there are more woke quote unquote woke men now than is previously woke? is it woke is that the word, that word. <laughs> okay so woke like emotionally intelligent um, emotionally aware i, I don't know if, uh, if i'm even saying look, it right i'm a I, old I, millennial <laughs> I, I think so yeah for sure i mean the thing is we we're, we're now what 10 years into the communication revolution mm -hmm. we kind of haven't even given it a name yet but when yeah. we look back in from the future we'll understand what was actually going on between 2010 and 2020 yeah um, did instagram and youtube did they even exist in 2010 um i'm gonna say this i know that facebook existed in 2006 because that's when i got it yeah so but it's mm -hmm. basically the whole social media which is all about the propagation yep of yeah the propagation of people doing glitzy lifestyle shots but it's also mm -hmm. about the propagation of knowledge through through the agreed, internet agreed agreed and it's really if you it's really difficult not to be if if you're interested exposed to people who are do, doing thought leadership on yes. emotional intelligence building mm -hmm. good relationships be it in business you know, in, mm -hmm. in families or with uh, potential life partners, it's very difficult to avoid. It's like you're trying to avoid nu nutritional advice now. You can't, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, on that note, I literally ate McDonald's in my car today between well, meetings. There's no saving some people, <laughs> And no, I did not read the nutritional facts on that. <laughs> but, you, but you knew. I know it's naughty, but listen, okay. my naughty only... can be nice sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, <laughs> a bit like enjoying nice. the search yeah <laughs> precisely um no wait you just touched upon something yes with the knowledge right mm. i will say though what i mean people might say this could be like a negative thing or a positive thing because we are so in control of like i'll just take instagram for example you can literally cater all of the news or all of the information that you want on your feed in terms of if you want to uh be more aware about nutrition health uh mindset meditation you can have that catered feed but then also you get the flip right you also want to be somebody who's i don't know inundated with news and propaganda stuff <laughs> like yeah. all of that can also be um kind of part of your world so we live in a very interesting world where you can cater all of the information and opinions that you want so maybe I think this information is more prevalent than it actually is because the the, the various news feeds know my preferences and I'm yeah. getting I'm getting fed according mm -hmm. to my own demand. Well, that's okay. It's interesting. Yeah, right? I mean, definitely very real for today. Yeah, for sure. definitely. So then, um, are you on dating apps or off the dating apps at off, the moment? Off, off the, the dating, dating apps. apps. Okay. Yeah. And then, so the multiple. I'm. <laughs> 
multiple people <laughs> that that you're seeing have you met them in person how did you meet them no i'm not really dating multiple people at the moment okay but let's say um the past uh five peoples yeah. that you have met and you started something with them how did you meet them um one was traveling right traveling yeah uh probably traveling gym mm -hmm. yeah um exercise group okay app yeah app so okay. two on an app two on an app one just random uh -huh. whilst traveling and then i think two the through gym. through two through well, one through the training mm -hmm. and hmm. and the other one like a fitness group yeah something along those lines okay so then out of those five that you just named because i can see it's burning in your brain you know exactly who you're talking about um, would you say that there was a difference in it? I'm bringing up the word quality again. Here we go. <laughs> difference in quality between the app person or the person you met in person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do subject. it. Well, meeting people in person, usually, I think usually you, you click with someone in person. Yeah. Something happens. Whereas mm -hmm. you, you can't get that connection. Um, unless some, you meet them you can't get that yeah. connection unless you meet them so when you first meet someone on off an app you haven't mm -hmm. really created a connection people think they've created a connection but yeah. it's actually an imaginary connection i call it um false intimacy yeah absolutely yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's actually it's semi-delusional isn't it because yeah. also you you put upon that person your expectation expectation mm -hmm. and your image of what you want them to be and yes. of course it's not even close or or the other the opposite happens they're tarnished with your past experiences before mm. you've even met them which is equally damaging right yes so the the difference when you meet somebody particularly when you're not actually looking and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're talking to someone and you think oh, oh okay like there's some, yeah and yeah. something happens and it it, cre it starts the the connection off on a different footing yes so i i think that's always a little bit more exciting I, I would agree with that. Now, being on the apps, though, as a guy, which app were you on mainly? Bumble in a circle. Okay. Um, which one did you like better and why? Bumble. Why? Because you can't actually talk directly mm -hmm. to a woman on Bumble. Okay. You can only match and then the woman speaks to you, which basically means there's, She's interested. there's much higher level of engagement. Mm -hmm. which for a busy person so i think it works both ways one the girls don't get pestered by guys who mm -hmm. they don't want to speak to which is good for the girls mm -hmm. and two from the guy's perspective they don't have to you know it's a bit more efficient yeah okay yeah okay and um what are some of the things that you have seen on apps whether it's these apps or apps in the past um dating in dubai that are big turnoffs for you what are big turnoffs? What on the apps? Yeah. I mean, bad. I mean, the basics really. Bad quality photos. Yeah. Mi minimal information. Yes. It doesn't have to be a super complete profile. Mm hmm. Um, I think as well. Whilst, I'm, I've been talking about emotional compatibility. <laughs> yes. You do want to have, a good 
picture of somebody's face and mm-hmm. somebody's you know full, full length body. body. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say that. Yeah, I think it, it's that's normal. Uh, I think I think mm-hmm. it replicates what would happen if you met them in real life, right? Well, so you, you don't... would hope because some people put up photos from years ago or altered well, exactly. or filtered. Yeah. Yeah. So it it should be something that when you meet them, there's no physical surprises right well yeah and i think that what happens a lot because we do live in this instagram world where there is a lot of filtering and altering and the ideal woman's body is i don't know i'm gonna make this up kylie jenner i'm just making this up but um a lot of women might feel like they need to present themselves a certain way when i say oh my gosh you should be presenting your authentic self Mm. because like there's a shoe for every foot there's a match for everybody and i'm sure like the size zero double D boobs. It, I mean, it might be for most guys, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, so. okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like somebody, you are a fit for somebody and that somebody is a fit for you. And we shouldn't try to be like tricking. Yeah. So it's just basically deceitful if you're not putting mm-hmm. out ha- real photos. Have you ever been on a date and the person was completely not their photos? Sure. And what was the, did you stay on the date? Did you tell them? No, hey. I, I, faked a, I faked a crisis call at work. Okay, okay, And canceled the dinner. Okay, well, I was okay, in, what happened? Uh, I was in a Greek restaurant in London. Mm-hmm. Someone turned up, I think it is the term catfishing. Yeah, 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 catfishing. Yeah, so they were completely, they completely morphed their photos. Mm. And it, it wasn't that they weren't, it wasn't that they were massively unattractive. I just yeah. felt deceived. And I just, I and it, it was just yeah. the wrong start mm-hmm. to, um, to, it was the wrong foot to get off on. Yeah. So I went to my phone. I think that the girls have the friend call them up, right? Just in case yeah. 10 minutes into the date or something, they need to escape. Yeah. I just went to my phone. I said, oh, look, Sue, I'm really sorry. I've got a work crisis. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to deal with this. And then I stayed in the restaurant and had dinner by myself. So she left. She left. Oh, I felt, did, did, I did felt she that, know? Did she, she was like, oh shit, like, I, I know I tricked this guy, or what do you think? I, I don't know. I didn't mm. really, I was... In and out. I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't unkind, mm-hmm. but I mean, she must have known the, the, yeah. the, level, the level of deception. So oh, okay. why, why would I accept that? No. No, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't right, so. No. And I wasn't unkind, I was polite. Mm-hmm. I didn't, um cause her ego any damage i said it had a mm-hmm. work issue so hopefully she didn't Take feel deflated that. but um you know i yeah. it, it, i did feel deceived and I, I thought that that was that was wrong well you know what's interesting i had a guy on uh season one he came on anonymously because he was getting out of a divorce and he said that he was catfish um he's like the photo was not her like just straight up not this person uh discrepancy in height and weight all of this and uh, they were meeting in a hotel lobby here in Dubai. And, and like when she approached him, he, she, he literally did not know who it was. And he was like, oh, I'm going to make up a name, Chelsea. I don't know. This is not her name. But anyway, he sees her. And then uh, he said, he's like, I am so sorry. But he's like, I can't continue this date because you used photos that were not yours. Mm. And, he, and he said, he was like, I feel wronged and deceived. And I'm going to leave. So you as a 45-year-old, good-looking, super successful guy here in Dubai, what kind of advice do you have for single women dating here? Oh, for single women. What kind of advice do I have? 
Well, mm -hmm. some women have quite a lot of expectations. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Dubai is full of um, fairly affluent, eligible gentlemen mm -hmm. who probably like buying gifts for women. For women. <laughs> okay. However, by the way, that is my top love language. So send me all the gifts. Yes. Uh -huh. So, but there's a difference between a man giving a gift mm -hmm. from his heart unprompted. Correct. And there being an expectation set and worse still a verbal expectation set. Now, if the love languages don't align. Okay, wait, I love that you brought this up. Now talk about that because I have guys tell me that before they even go on a first date, they'll, they'll say, I'll only go on the date with you if, if there's a Chanel bag waiting for me. Well, have that, you ever that. had this experience? Yeah, it, it's called sugar dating. Yeah. Uh, oh, a new term. Yeah, yeah, it's called sugar dating. Uh -huh. And um, Are you a sugar daddy? No. Well, I'm no. Okay. I'm not a sugar daddy. I, I like buying nice gifts. Yeah. For for deserving um, people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't particularly like being asked. Mm -hmm. But quite early on, I'll be making sure that I know various sizes if that's what's required, so that I can oh, surprise. I love that. So I can surprise, and it feels mm -hmm. really good to give a surprise, and it not be expected. But when I there's when there's an expectation, it really ruins all the fun. It ruins all the fun of buying the gift. Because oh, imagine you're a yeah. guy, you're going out to buy the gift and you're excited mm -hmm. because you know you're going to surprise the girl with a gift. Because you care about them, you want to see the reaction. You want to see them you smile. You want to show that you care. So mm -hmm. replace all that enjoyment with, oh, crikey, I've got to buy this gift because this girl's demanding a gift. I mean, you've mm -hmm. basically ruined the whole shopping experience, which is yeah. maybe going to take two hours. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, I mean, that's two hours ruined already. Yeah. And then it might be, you know, a gift which the guy doesn't feel they want to give yet. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they're they're not generous. It just means they don't want to be told what to buy necessarily. Yeah. But a smart guy who likes giving will find out what a girl likes mm -hmm. um, and surprise her. And this the the art of surprise, I think, is is beautiful and romantic. Yeah. So my advice would be, if you want gifts, that's absolutely fine. That's one of your love languages. Yes. But don't take all the fun out of it by prescribing what the gifts are and when they're given. Okay, I like this. <laughs> I laugh because I love gifts. Like that is like my top love language. It does not need to be a Chinelli. It could literally be gummy worms. Like when we go to like the gas station, I'm like, oh, he's That's so, so sweet. He knows I like gummy worms. Um, I mean, before we sign off though, I wanted to bring this up because you're talking about not having like prescribed gift. You do this, you do that. Um, I met a couple once who um they said this so we were sitting at dinner the double date the woman said um yes if, if he meaning her partner ever messes up he knows my my shoe size and jimmy choose oh okay now so he can buy his way out of trouble correct and i was saying i was like i would hate it if that was the expectation of my partner that they could just buy me to shut up or to solve a problem when instead of having like a discussion and coming to an agreement. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, buying your way out of trouble is kicking a problem down the road, really. Mm. Oh, I like that, yeah. Um, which is going to bite you sometime in the future. Definitely. So it really leaves the problem unresolved. Mm -hmm. You're papering, papering over a crack. And mm -hmm. I think that's a very bad idea. So, um, you know, the guilt bouquet of flowers yeah no you give flowers to show love not yes. to cover up a problem right 
I agree and with that. And, and the gifts are the same. So this is, so I guess the message is for guys, when you're giving your gifts, you know, make it at, make it at the, the peak, not the trough, really, of, yes. of the relationship. And, um, you know, if there is a problem that's caused you to mess up or vice versa, okay. have the conversation, mm -hmm. get it to point of neutrality, then buy the gift. Don't just... Don't don't dig your way out of a trough with uh, handbags or shoes because it's just gonna yes. you're gonna fall back in the same trough three weeks later. The same and also so now I'm gonna flip it right. Mm. So most of the men that I've dated, they haven't had a gift as one of their top love languages. I find that a lot. It's a trend in uh, the men that I know and the men that yeah. I work with. So anyway, but I always say this: like when you date a guy, right and this might be controversial because I did get uh, warned on uh, Instagram for hate speech when I said this. Really? <laughs> I said, all men are dogs. It's just about finding a good dog, not a bad dog. <laughs> and they flagged me for hate speech. Really? <laughs> I uh. swear to God. Freaking hilarious. But anyway, the reason why I bring this up is because same thing like with guys, right? So let's say um, you do something. So you and I are dating, right? And I do something naughty. And then I think to get out of it, it's going to result in something romantic, right? Or like the opposite way around. You do something naughty and then I say, oh, well, okay, let's get out of this and like do something romantic. When instead it's like you're rewarding bad behavior. I mean, well, absolutely. Which is like the same thing with like the it gifts the and, the other, and the other way. Yeah. Anyway, so. And that's, so that would be the other, that would be the other big piece of advice. Yeah. Is Ooh. don't reward Mm -hmm. uh bad behavior so Don't. where when there's you know some people carry over some things from their younger years they still have yeah. tantrums in their 20s and 30s which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. Yeah. and it as a as a guy who's you might be busy having to deal with a million other things and you can paper over the crack with a bunch of flowers oh everything's okay again mm -hmm. it's not really mm -hmm. it's just paint on top of a crack yeah um so and you're and you're creating a behavioral pattern correct and that's the most dangerous thing because that behavioral pattern mm -hmm. will only grow mm -hmm. so if your if your partner is being uh if they're not but if they're not behaving i know okay if they're not doing something that you like that makes you feel good done yeah or or if or if they're doing something that disappoints you yeah some it yeah and or they're getting or they're getting excessively upset when they shouldn't get upset oh tantrums okay yeah so if they're getting upset mm -hmm. uh, uh, excessively upset when they should be okay with something or they should be talking about the subject mm -hmm. matter in a mm -hmm. mature way you can't make that situation better with a gift no that has to be talked about that person has to be brought onto the same oh, page yeah. mm -hmm. otherwise that problem's just going to exacerbate as time goes on exactly i totally agree well, thank you so much, David, for coming on the pod. You're very wow. It's been really fun. I know. We talked a lot. Guys, I'm you don't want to share your socials, no. No, it's okay. Okay, cool. That's fine. Anyway, well, you might be able to meet David at one of our events. So sign up. Go to Christianamaction.com slash events. Thank you for tuning in. And of course, share with a friend, talk about it, share it, whatever you gotta do. Like us, review us, and we will see you next week for your dose of dating in Dubai.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dating in Dubai. And if you are still looking for solutions in your love life, please visit us at www.christianamaction.com. We are in partnership with Millionaires Club. Yes, that is the Miss Patty Stanger and Sync Matchmaking, helping you find your ideal partner either in Dubai or globally. Follow us on socials at christiana.maction.matchmaker and we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.